Welcome. You're about to listen to a teaching of the Foursquare Gospel Church, VGC District. At Foursquare, we believe in the transformation of communities through the multiplication of disciples, leaders, churches, and movements. May your hearts be blessed and transformed as you listen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, we're in the last hour of the year 2021. So, if you are thankful to God that he has brought you into the last hour of this year, I want you to shout a louder hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Let's be seated. Let us pray. Father, we magnify your name and we thank you, eternal rock of ages. We give you glory, we give you honor and adoration. We thank you, Lord, for bringing us to the last hour of the year 2021. Thank you, Father, for seeing us through every moment of this year. We are so grateful and we're so thankful to you. Glory be unto your name. Glory be unto your name. Glory be unto your name. Thank you, eternal rock of ages. Thank you, Lord. We magnify your name. We come before your throne of grace today and we pray, Father, that, Lord, you minister to us. That, Father, we would experience you uniquely in this closing hour of this year. And as you take us into the first hour of the new year, Father, we pray that, Lord, you do great things in our lives. We we'll pray, Lord, that today will be a day of release. You release, you release everything that is locked up in our lives in the name of Jesus. We will experience you uniquely in the name of Jesus. As our hearts begin to worship, as we begin to thank you, I pray, Lord, that, Father, you would unleash your blessings in the name of Jesus. You begin to do the miraculous in our lives in the name of Jesus. Situations that are locked in our lives, Lord, you will be unlocked today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory, honor, and adoration be unto your name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Let me just share briefly from the word of God. And then after that, we'll spend some time to pray based on what we have shared. Um, and we do that into the new year by God's grace. We'll break at the dot of 12 to receive the new year, and then we'll continue with prayers. I have titled my sharing today, um, Devotion as a Mark of Thanksgiving. 
devotion as a mark of thanksgiving. And if you have your Bibles, you can turn to Psalm 119, and I'm going to read verse 7, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. New Living Translation. Psalm 119, verse 7, and then after that, I'll move quickly to the Gospel um, of John, and I'll read extensively from chapter 11. Um, Psalm 119, verse 7, the New Living Translation says, As I learn your righteous regulations, I will thank you by living as I should. As I learn your righteous regulations, I will thank you by living as I should. Living as you should in accordance with his righteous regulation is devotion. He says, as I learn your righteous regulation, I will thank you. I will thank you by living as I should. Praise the Lord. By living as I should. And I move quickly to John chapter 11. John chapter 11. I want to read, I'll read quickly verses 1 to 6, and then I'll cross over to seven, verse 17. And I'm reading this time from the New International Version. It says, now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory, so that God's Son may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and his sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. And then he said to his disciples, let us go back to Judea. Let's cross over quickly to verse 17, and I read. On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now, Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him. But Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, If you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Any dead thing in our life that needs to be resurrected will rise again in Jesus' name. Verse 24, Martha answered, I know he will rise again 
in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. After she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary aside. The teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. Then Mary heard this. She got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who had been with Mary in the house, comforting her, noticed how quickly she got up and went out. They followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn there. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Verse 33. When Jesus saw her weeping, when Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? He said. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Verse 35, Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Verse 38, Jesus once more, deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a bad odor, for he has been there four days. Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with stripes of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. Therefore, many of the Jews who had come to visit Mary and had seen what Jesus did believed in him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I just had to take us through that fairly long passage so that we can get, we can follow the storyline, particularly for those who are not very familiar with that story. You know, as I think through 
this year that is gradually winding down. I have no doubts at all that the Lord indeed has been very faithful to us. We saw glimpses when we listened to the testimonies on video and the one that Sister Nereti shared with us. We have benefited from his amazing love. We benefited from his goodness and his kindness. Indeed, God has been awesome, awesome to us. God has been awesome to us. God has been gracious to us. And the only way to show appreciation and express our thanks is to commit ourselves to a life of total devotion to God as a mark of our appreciation and as a sign and expression of our thanksgiving. But more importantly, is also the key to victory in the year 2022. And that's why as I, as I think through this year and as I look into the year 2022, I want to challenge us to commit ourselves to a life of devotion as an expression of our thanksgiving. It's a time for thanksgiving because God has been so good to us. God has been so good to us. When I look at 2020, 2021, in the heat of the pandemic, the Lord has been so good to us. The Lord has kept us from the fatalities of COVID-19. The Lord has shielded us. The Lord has been awesome. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We have every cause to be grateful to God. When you hear the stories of the experiences that people have gone through, you cannot but just give glory to God. The sheer number of people that have died as a result of COVID and those that have gone through excruciating pains in hospitals, those that have had to exhaust savings, borrowed money in order to pay their way through the hospital. Some days back, one of our pastors was sharing with me how one of their friends spent 35 days in intensive care. And when she came out of intensive care and out of hospital, she had a bill of 25 million naira. For many people who, spend, who, who, who get into ICU and are put on, in, on, um, in, on um, ventilator, some of them in some of the hospitals pay as much as 350,000 naira a day. It only helps you to appreciate the goodness of the Lord. I was at a function in the course of the week. I think it was on Tuesday. And one of the former senators was sharing with us how one of their friends was in hospital. And they kept contributing money to sustain him in hospital because he was on oxygen support. It went on for so long that they could no longer afford to keep him going. And they had to unplug oxygen. And he passed on. 
yet we have this unfettered, unlimited access to this oxygen that we breathe in. God is awesome. And the Lord has been so good to us. And we have every cause to thank him. As a congregation, we are so grateful to God. God has been so faithful in keeping his promise in Amos 9.9 that not one person has fallen on account of COVID. None has fallen to the ground on account of COVID. And I remain eternally grateful to God. We are grateful to God. We are thankful to him. And on this day, as we clock down this year, 2021, is also a time to remember and to thank God for his goodness, to thank him for his faithfulness. And we are so grateful to him. The Lord is awesome. But as always, as always, when we sit back to recount the Lord's goodness, I'm not unmindful of the fact that there will be some people in our midst who are not as excited because they have a long list of unanswered prayers. Some in our midst who will be asking, what cause do we have to be thankful? What can I show for my time? And I know that there will be many who are in the waiting room waiting on God and asking, when will the Lord show forth for me? When will the Lord attend to my case? And they see no reason for thanksgiving yet. But no matter your situation, no matter how long you've been in the waiting room, if you are alive today and you are either here on site or online with us, you have every cause to be grateful to God. You have cause for thanksgiving. And let me remind you that Israel was also at this point. In Isaiah chapter 49 verse 14, and they got to a point when they actually looked up to God and said, the Lord has forsaken them. In Isaiah 49 verse 14, it says, But Zion said, the Lord has forsaken me. The Lord has forgotten me. But listen to what the Lord said in response in verse, verses 15 and 16. The Lord said to them, and like he's saying to many today, who think they have no cause for thanksgiving. This is what the Lord is saying. The Lord is saying, can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands, and your walls are ever before me. That is the word of God to you. 
And I want to tell you that cast aside every burden and everything that may, make, that may be making you feel low and thinking that you have no cause for thanksgiving. And I want you to bust out in thanksgiving. You may be in the waiting room. The Lord will soon come through for you in the name of Jesus. The fact that you are here today and at the threshold of entering a new year is enough cause to give God thanksgiving. God is never late. He may come four days later, but he is never late. Mary and Martha were in the waiting room, and on the fourth day after their brother's death, the Lord showed up for them, and the miraculous took place. Your fourth day may be around the corner. It could be today. If you believe that, I want you to shout a louder hallelujah. I don't know what you are waiting on the Lord for. I don't know what has kept you in the waiting room. Whatever it is, it could be a child. It could be that you want a spouse. You want to get married. It could be that you are looking for a job. It could be that you are trusting God for healing from a lingering health condition. It could be that you are, you, you are weighed down by debt. Whatever the situation is, whatever the problem is, your fourth day is around the corner. The Lord will reach out to you in Jesus' name. So as we look at devotion, devotion is devotion in appreciation and thanksgiving. I make a call today for devotion and appreciation. Because devotion is an expression of our appreciation for the love that God has shown to us. That extravagant love as we have been told in the course of the month of December. We can, in devotion, respond to God in total appreciation. Devotion is also a mark of thanksgiving. It's a mark of thanksgiving. And we saw in Psalm 119 verse 7, where the Bible tells us, it says, As I learn your righteous regulations, I thank you by living as I should. God appreciates our devotion. He appreciates our devotion. God delights in our appreciation. He appreciates our devotion to him. And we see that in the life of Mary and Martha. When Martha complained that she was at the master's feet, complained that Mary was at the master's feet, instead of helping her with her hospitality issues, preparing and serving food, in Luke chapter 10, verses uh, verses 40 to 42, our Lord responded to her. Let me read that passage from the New International Version. It says, but Martha was distracted by all the preparation that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Matter, matter, the Lord answered. 
you are worried and upset about many things. But only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better. And it will not be taken away from her. You will choose what is best in Jesus' name. And when you do, no one will take it away from you. The Lord appreciates our devotion. And that's essentially what the Lord Jesus was saying here. He expressed appreciation for the devotion that Mary showed. And we are reminded again in 1 Samuel 15, verse 22, when in that famous encounter between Samuel and Saul, and Samuel looked at Saul and said to Saul, to obey is better than to sacrifice, to heed than the fat of ram. Brethren, there is a call to devotion. And as we close down on this year and move into the new year, I pray that the Lord will help us to connect to this, to know that devotion to God is an expression of our thanksgiving to him and is also the key to victory as we go into the new year. I pray that the Lord will help us. I want to look closely at the devotion of Mary so that we can draw some lessons out of the life of Mary. An amazing lady, but very quiet. As I take time to study the life of Mary, it's interesting to see that so much is said about her in the Bible. There are three clear portraits of Mary in the Bible, yet only a sentence came from her. And the Mary I'm talking about here is the Mary of Bethany, distinct from Mary, the mother of Jesus, distinct from Mary Magdalene, distinct from Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and of course, not the Mary that is the mother of John Mark. I'm talking about Mary of Bethany, the sister of Martha and Lazarus. Amazing lady. Three clear portraits of Mary in the Gospels. The very first one was when we're told that the Lord Jesus came to their home. And you see that in Luke 10 and perhaps other Gospels. And during that, during that visit, Mary chose to sit by the Lord Jesus to listen to him. The Bible tells us that, look, she sat at his feet to listen to him. And then the second portrait that we would see of Mary was when her brother died. When her brother died and the Lord Jesus came to Bethany to meet them. We're told that she went to meet Jesus and when she got there, she fell at his feet. And then finally... At the Passover, before Jesus' death, Mary got a very expensive
perfume and came to where Jesus was in the house of Simon, dining, and she anointed his head and his feet. And then she used her hair to clean his feet. Those are the three portraits of Mary in the gospel. And each of these portraits showed Mary at the feet of Jesus. Sign of great devotion. Devotion in appreciation of who Jesus was to her. Devotion in recognition of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God for her. And there's so much to learn from Mary as I think about devotion. It's amazing to see that all through these three portraits of Mary in the gospel, Mary only uttered one sentence, and that was when her brother passed on and when the Lord Jesus came. And she now said to the Lord, Oh, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Essentially, re-echoing what her sister Martha had said earlier. But whatever Mary lacked in spoken words, she more than made up for it in her action of devotion and love for the master. And I commend Mary to you today. It's not talk, but it's action. It's not how visible you are, but how committed you are to Christ. It's not your place in the corporate circle, but it's your place in the secret and in the quiet and in the recess of your heart in your walk with the master. And that was Mary. Mary's place was always at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as I look at the life of Mary, so much to learn from her. Some lessons, I'll just highlight a few about devotion. The very first one is that devotion is a choice. Is a choice. So it's a choice that we need to make. And Mary made it. And that was why our Lord Jesus Christ had to tell Martha that Mary has chosen what is better. I pray that the Lord will give us wisdom in making our choices. I pray that like Mary, we will make better choices. Like Mary, I pray that our choices will be ordained of the Lord. So devotion is a choice. And it's not just a choice. It defines our choice. So when you choose devotion, then devotion then defines the choices that you make thereafter. And that's one unique thing about Mary. 
Mary seemed to be a woman who made choices based on a commitment to Jesus that went to the core of her being. So, devotion is a choice, and then it goes on to define your choices. And our choices ultimately define what becomes of us. And that's why the choices that we make are very important. And that's why as we go into the year 2022, my prayer for us is that the Lord will give us discernment so that our choices will be ordained of him. And my prayer as we go into, we're going to pray. When we start praying, one of our key prayer points today will be to pray concerning the choices that we'll be making in 2022. And my prayer is that no one here, no one here, on site or online, by the grace of God, as we look up to God, will make any wrong choice in 2022. Devotion directs our actions. When you commit yourself to devotion, it directs your action. It directs your action. And we see Mary. It's obvious that devotion directed her actions. The choice of what to do. Going to get perfume to anoint our Lord Jesus Christ. And imagine using her hair to clean the feet of our Lord Jesus. I just wonder how many of our ladies here today will use their hair to clean somebody's feet. And that one was even her natural hair. <laughs> I'm sorry. No offense meant. But just to help us appreciate this. And then another lesson from this for me is that God advocates for his devotees always. If you devote yourself to God, God becomes your advocate. He advocates for you. He advocates for you. And when Martha came to complain about Mary not helping her, Jesus responded. Jesus advocated for Mary. Jesus will advocate for you. As you devote yourself to God, our Lord Jesus will be your advocate. And there can be no better advocate. When the Lord Jesus takes on your advocacy, man, you are settled. You are settled. You are settled. You are settled. He advocates for his devotees. He stands with and defends his devotees. When you are devoted to God, he stands by you. He defends you. And we see a classical case in Mark 14, verses 4 to 9. When Mary came and brought her expensive perfume and started anointing the head of our Lord Jesus Christ and his feet, some of the overzealous guys around there, more, you know, people who feel great sense of self-righteousness 
and started saying that, ah, man, this perfume is expensive. It is almost a year's wage. Why are you, this is wastage. You can as well sell this and give the proceeds to the poor. And Jesus rose to the defense of Mary. He rose to the defense of Mary. And I like the way he said it. You know? He said, you know, when they started out by saying, mm, some of those present were saying indignantly, indignantly to one another, why this waste of perfume? It could have been sold for more than a year's wage and the money given to the poor. And they rebuked her harshly. Then Jesus came to her defense. Leave her alone, Jesus said. Leave her alone, Jesus said. As you devote yourself to God, the Lord Jesus will rise to your defense. All those who trouble you, Jesus will tell them, leave her alone. If you are a man, leave him alone. Leave her alone, Jesus said. Why are you bothering her? She has done a beautiful thing to me. The poor you would always have with you. And you can help them anytime you want. But you will not always have me. She did what she could. She poured perfume on my body beforehand to prepare me to prepare for my burial. I tell you the truth. Whatever, wherever the gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. What will be told in memory of you? I pray that you have something that will be said in memory of you. When you devote yourself to God, I have no doubts that there will be so much to be said of you in Jesus' name. Jesus rose to our defense. The Lord will rise to your defense. When people gather in places where you can't reach to talk about you, the Lord Jesus will rise to your defense. They would hear that voice saying, leave her alone. Leave him alone. When anybody gets hold of you, seeking to overpower you, when you seem to be helpless, you hear that voice rising up for you in your defense, saying, leave her alone. In the name of Jesus. The Lord will come through for his devotees. He may wait four days, but he is always on time. He is always on time. He may wait four days, but he's always on time. Devotion moves the master. Devotion moves the master. In John eleven thirty three to 35, he says, When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, 
he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Your situation will move Jesus. As you commit yourself to devotion to God, the Lord will move on your account. In the name of Jesus. Devotion, finally, devotion draws the miraculous from the master. From that point, our Lord Jesus said they should take him to the tomb. And when he got to the tomb, the miraculous happened. He called forth Lazarus, and Lazarus came out. He called him, and Lazarus came out. And Lazarus walked out from the tomb. Lazarus resurrected. Whatever thing that is in our life, whatever projects we are into that are dead, or whatever situation that needs an injection of life, Jesus is here today and he's going to resurrect anything that needs an injection of life in the name of Jesus. And as he called Lazarus forth, he told them that they should loosen Lazarus. Anyone that is tied up and is here today, our prayer is that you will be loosened up. Anyone that needs to be released from any kind of bondage, today is a day of freedom and liberty. Our Lord Jesus is here. He wants to free you from that bondage. Whatever is tying you up, whatever padlocks have been locked, the Lord Jesus is here with the key. He's going to open up in the name of Jesus. And as I round up, I leave you with a question. Will you commit yourself to devotion unto the Lord in appreciation and in thanksgiving? Will you commit yourself to be devoted to him? At Bethany, on the day our Lord Jesus Christ went there, they experienced both physical resurrection and spiritual regeneration. Jesus is here tonight to deliver both like he did at Bethany on that day. Physical resurrection for Lazarus. Lazarus was brought back to life. By the grace of God, many things and situations in our lives that need resurrecting will receive life from God tonight in the name of Jesus. And then we have some people here with us on site or those that have connected to us online that require and need spiritual regeneration. They need an encounter with the Lord Jesus so that they can be regenerated. Today is a day of salvation. You want to cross into 2022 with Christ in you so that you are a regenerated man. That is the best way to start the year. That is the best choice to make. And you have that unique opportunity of making that choice today. When Jesus got to Bethany on that day, 
we're told in verse 45 that after they saw the things that the Lord Jesus had done, we're told in verse 45, he says, Therefore, many of the Jews who had come to visit Mary and had seen what Jesus did put their faith in him. They put their faith in him. They experienced spiritual resurrection. Do we have any in our midst this evening? You have come to this crossover service and you've never had an encounter with the Lord and Master. You want to experience that spiritual resurrection. You want to experience that spiritual regeneration. You want to have an encounter with the Lord Jesus. As others bow their heads, I want us to rise. You want to experience that spiritual resurrection and regeneration. You want Jesus to come into your life. I just want you to place your right hand on your chest. I want everybody to stand. Everyone stand. If you want to give your life to Christ, you don't want to cross over this year into the year 2022 without giving your life to Christ. You want to experience that spiritual regeneration. This is your chance. I want you to put your right hand on your chest. Place your right hand on your chest so that we can pray with you. So that you can receive Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Today is your day of salvation. Don't miss this opportunity. This is the best choice that you can make. Place your right hand on your chest and don't put it down. You are before God. Our pastors will pick you up and pray with you quietly so that you can experience that spiritual regeneration. Just place your right hand on your chest. Place it there and begin to talk to God. Ask that the Lord will forgive you your sins. Ask that the Lord will have mercy on you. And ask that the Lord will come into your life so that you can put your faith and trust in the Lord. So that you can become born again. You can encounter the Lord afresh and experience regeneration. So that when we begin to move to other prayer items today, prayer items that will have impact in the lives of people as they go into the year 2022, you will not be left out. You will not be left behind. I want you to put your right hand on your chest and our pastors will pick you up and pray with you. This is your chance. Don't allow this day pass you by. And as we, as we continue with praying, anytime you want to give your life to Christ, all you need to do, just step out. Come to the altar. Just come to my left-hand side and just stay there quietly and we'll minister to you. All through, until this service ends. All through. At any time you feel convicted, at any time you feel that the Spirit of God is convicting you and you want to give your life to Christ, just leave your seat quietly. Place your right hand on your chest and come to the altar and we will minister to you. We will minister to you. The rest of us will begin to pray. We will start to pray. And we are going to pray. We are going to ask the Lord 
We're going to pray on seven clear items this evening. And I'm going to break once it's getting close to um, the midnight so that um, the digital media team will start their displays. I want us to pray. The very first thing we're going to pray on is we're going to pray concerning our choices. Our choices. Our choices. Our Lord said to Martha, He said, But only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. I want us to pray for divine leading in our choices. Let us pray. I want you to open your mouth and begin to pray that the Lord will lead you divinely in all your choices. That you will not make any wrong choice again in the name of Jesus. Let us pray concerning the choices that we make. Let us pray that we will make choices that are divinely ordered by God. Let us pray that we will have divine leading in our choices. Let us begin to talk to God. And let us pray that we will make the right choices. That we will make the right choices. We will not make wrong choices. But we'll make the right choices. Let us pray that we'll make the right choices. Let us pray and tell yourself under God that, Father, I will not make any wrong choice. I will not make wrong choices. Whether in the choice of a spouse, in the choice of job, in the choice of business to do, in the choice of commitments to God, in the in ministry choices, whatever the choices we are making, let us pray that we will not make the wrong choices. Let us pray that the Lord will divinely lead our choices, that will divinely direct our choices. Let us pray. Let's pray that the Lord will help us. Let us pray that the Lord will continue to help us. We will not make any wrong choices in the name of Jesus. We will not make any wrong choices in the name of Jesus. Secondly, we are going to pray that the Lord will help us. That the Lord will help us to order our priorities. That as we go into the year 2022, that the Lord will order our priorities that our priorities will be to love and to be devoted to our God as expressed in our worship, prayer, and fellowship with Him. Let us pray that we will not misplace our priorities. We will not misplace our priorities. We will not misplace our priorities that the Lord will divinely help us, help us to order our priorities. That the Lord will help us to order our priorities in the name of Jesus. We will not take on wrong priorities, but we will take on ordained priorities 
in the right ranking in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let us pray as we count down. As we count down. As we count down. Let us pray. Let's begin to thank the Lord. Let's begin to worship the Lord. We're going to continue as soon as we get into 2022. We have 2 minutes 13 seconds to the year 2022. And we have only 2 minutes 3 seconds to the end of 2021. Let us thank the Lord. Let us worship God. Let us thank God for His goodness. Let us thank God for His mercies. Let us thank God for His loving kindness. Let's thank God for how He has seen us through this past year. Let's thank God for the joy of a new year. For the joy of a new beginning. For the joy of a glorious year. Let us thank God for the great things that He's going to do in the new year. In the year 2022. Let's thank God for the privilege of being able to enter into the new year in a grand style. We are entering the new year in a grand style. We are entering the new year in a grand style. Glory be unto the Lord. We are glory be unto the Lord. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Glory be unto the Father. We are in the last minute, in the last minute of the year 2021. Father, we magnify you. Lord, we give you glory. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we magnify your name. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be unto your name. Thank you, Father. We magnify you, Lord. We glorify your name. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. Happy 2022. Happy 2022. Let us, let's continue our prayers. Let's continue our prayers. I want us to close our eyes and bow our heads and begin to pray. I don't know what your case is, but we're told that when our Lord Jesus Christ came and he saw Mary crying, weeping, and those with her weeping, that he was moved and moved in the spirit and troubled. And after that, he did the miraculous. I want you to begin to speak to God. In the, first, in the early moments of the year 2022, whatever situation or case that you have brought into this new year, I don't want you to take it beyond this place and time. I want you to begin to speak to God. And I want you to ask the Lord, and the Lord will move in your case in the name of Jesus. And if you need us to pray with you or any of our pastors to pray with you, if you feel like stepping to the altar, please feel free. Move to the altar, but begin to talk to the Lord, begin to pray. I don't know what your case is. Whatever the case is, I want you to begin to talk to God. I want you to begin to talk to God. Jesus is here right now. He's here. He's here. He's here. He will move on your account. He will move on your account. And I want you to begin to talk to him. I want you to tell him, whatever that case is, whatever that case is, just as he, he was moved when he saw Mary weeping, the Lord Jesus is here to attend to that case. You don't have to take it deep into the new year. Jesus is here. He will attend to it. And if we have anyone at any time, you feel the Spirit of God is telling you that it's time for you to give your life to Christ, just step to the altar to the right with your right hand on your chest and we're going to pray for you. Or you meet any of our pastors and they will pray for you. Let us pray. Whatever your case is, speak to the Lord. Ask that the Lord will come into that situation. Jesus is here right now. Jesus is here right now. Jesus is here right now. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. We saw how the Lord Jesus advocated for Mary. The Lord Jesus advocated for Mary. Do you have any situation in your life, in your place of work, in the places that you do your business, in relationships, anywhere that you need advocacy? And you need Jesus to advocate for you. I want you to begin to talk to him now that you need his advocacy. You want Jesus to intervene on your behalf. I want you to begin to talk to him that the Lord Jesus will speak for you. That the Lord Jesus will speak for you. I want you to begin to tell the Lord. Bring that situation before the Lord and ask that the Lord will speak for you. Ask that the Lord will speak for you. 
ask that the Lord will advocate for you. Whatever that situation is, tell the Lord he would advocate for you. Tell the Lord he would advocate for you. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord he would advocate for you. Whatever the situation, Jesus is here. Jesus is here right now. Jesus is here right now. He is here to meet your needs and to set the captives free. Oh, Jesus is here. before the throne of grace. I want you to begin to talk to God. I want you to begin to tell Jesus to raise a defense on your behalf. To raise a standard against all those who accuse you falsely. To raise a standard against those who stand against you. To defend you. To tell them to leave you alone. I want you to begin to talk to God. I want you to begin to talk to God. I want you to begin to talk to God. I want you to begin to talk to God. I want you to begin to talk to God. You want Jesus to stand for you, to defend you. 
this is the time 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 Let us pray, let us pray, let us pray, let us pray. Now I want you to listen to this, I want you to listen to this, I want you to listen to this. This is the sixth one. Whatever is dead around you that needs to come back to life. I want to tell you that Jesus is here and ready to infuse life back into that thing. Back into the person. Is it a tissue in your body? Is it an organ? Is it any part of the body? Is it your marriage that is dying and you want Jesus to infuse life back into that marriage? I want you to begin to talk to God. I want you to begin to talk to God. I want you to ask that the Lord will infuse life back into that marriage, into that organ, into that tissue, into that part of the body. Or is it that your family is becoming fragmented? You want to ask Jesus to infuse life back into that family. Jesus is here. Anything that is dead in that family, Jesus is here to resurrect that family. I want you to begin to talk to him. And if you want any of our pastors to pray with you, just come to the altar. Or you want to come, feel free. Just come to the altar and pray. Ask that the Lord will have mercy. Ask that the Lord will infuse life. Is it a business that is dying? If you are in the overflow down, we have pastors down. Just step forward and begin to talk to God. Is it a business that you have? And that business is dead. You want that business to come back to life. Jesus is here. He's going to infuse life back into that business. This is the day of resurrection. He will resurrect it. I want you to begin to talk to him. Is it a ministry that you are involved in? Are you involved in the ministry? And the ministry is going down. And you are wondering why your ministry is not progressing. You are not achieving the vision. And you want the Lord to come into that situation. To begin to inject life into it. This is the time. This is your chance. The Lord Jesus is here. The Lord Jesus is here to inject life into it. Just like he asked Lazarus to come forth and life came back into Lazarus. He's going to speak to that situation today and life will come back into that situation. Life will come back into that ministry, into that business. Is your career on a nosedive? Is your career dying? And you want that career to resurrect? This is the chance. This is the time. The Lord is here to resurrect that career. The Lord is here. The Lord is here. Jesus is here to speak forth to that career. 
and speak life to that career and ask that career to come back to life and resurrect it. Jesus is here. Are you a woman? You want the fruit of the womb and they have said your womb is dead or your womb is incapable of carrying a baby. You want life to be re-injected into that womb. I want you to begin to speak to God now. Jesus is here. He's going to inject life into that womb. That womb is going to experience resurrection in the name of Jesus. I want you to speak to God. I want you to pray. And I want you to ask that the Lord will inject fresh life into that womb. Are you in a relationship? What kind, whatever relationship it is, whatever relationship that is running into trouble, into problems, and there is a serious issue with that relationship. You want that relationship to be revived. You want that relationship to resurrect. The Lord Jesus is here. He wants to re-infuse life into that relationship. I want you to speak to the Lord Jesus. Don't carry all these baggages into the year 2022. I want you to start this year fresh and well in the name of Jesus. 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 Finally, we're going to pray and speak release into situations. Just like the Lord Jesus said to them, after he asked Lazarus to come forth, he said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. I don't know what bondage is tying you down. I don't know where they have wrapped you up. This is the hour of release. This is the hour of release. And the Lord is saying, let him go. The Lord is saying, let her go. I want you to speak to that situation. Whatever bondage, whatever they've used to tie you down, or to tie anyone close to you down, to tie your child down, to tie your spouse down, that your child is not making progress, this is the time to speak release into that situation in the name of Jesus. I want you to speak release. The Lord Jesus is saying, let him go. Let her go. I want you to speak release into that situation in the name of Jesus. I pray and I speak release into that situation. Anyone that is under any bondage, I want you to speak to that situation. It's the time to let anyone that is under any bondage to go in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Whether it's a bondage of sickness, whether it's a bondage of failure, you are into an experience of serial failure. We want to break it today and release you from that bondage in the name of Jesus. 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 
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Glory be to the Lord. I'm going to pray now. I'm going to pray now, and I want quiet. I'm going to pray, and I'm going to ask the Lord to release his blessings on his people. Father, we want to thank you for this day. This is a day that you have made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. This is the year that you have made. The year 2022. Eternal Rock of Ages, I pronounce your blessings on your people. That Father, you will bless everyone. Every member of this church. Every worshiper in this church. All those that are connected to us, whether on site or online, I pray that, Father, this year you will bless them. You will bless them in, on all fronts in the name of Jesus. You will cause the delivery of their daily bread from the north, from the south, from the east and west in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that this year they will make the best choices ordained by you in the name of Jesus. Father, I come against the error of wrong judgment. I come against bad choices. I come against wrong choices in the name of Jesus. They will not go the wrong way. But Father, you would order their steps. You will lead them on the path of righteousness. You will lead them on the path of profitability. You will lead them on the path of progress. You will prosper their souls. You will prosper the works of their hands in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, you will order their priorities. They will rank their priorities under your divine leading in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that anything that is dead in their lives that requires life, that, Lord, you will infuse fresh life into that situation, into that thing, into that tissue, into that organ, into that part of the body, in the name of Jesus. I speak wellness to them in the name of Jesus. I speak divine health to your people in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, that none of your children here will beg bread this year in the name of Jesus. Their children, home and abroad, will not beg bread in the name of Jesus. Lord, anyone that is experiencing failure or series of failure, Father, I stand on the authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit and I break that yoke in the name of Jesus. I break that yoke in the name of Jesus. And I pray, Lord, 
that there will be divine leading for them, divine direction, and success in the name of Jesus. Where they have failed, they will succeed. Where they have experienced success, you will turn around in the name of Jesus. You will be with them, you will order their steps. All that the cankerworm and the caterpillars have taken eaten, either by way of time or resources, Father, you will restore in the name of Jesus. You will be with them. You will watch over them. Lord, I stand and I raise a standard against COVID that COVID will not devour anyone here. In the name of Jesus, that COVID will not devour anyone here. In the name of Jesus, you will shield your children. Your presence will surround them. In the name of Jesus. Are there those that are troubled, cannot sleep at night, they are disturbed? Father, I speak your peace into their situation. I speak your peace into their situation. And I pray, Lord, that you give them sweet sleep. Because your word says that you give your beloved sleep. You give them sleep. You give them rest on all fronts in the name of Jesus. You'll be their advocate. You'll be their defender. All those that trouble them, you ask them to leave them alone. You ask them to leave them alone. Father, is there anyone under any form of bondage? Father, I pray that, Lord, you speak into their situation and you tell them that they should let them go. Let them go. In the name of Jesus. Father, I speak to our young ones. They will prosper. They will find good jobs. They will excel. The spirit of excellence will infuse them. In the name of Jesus. Those that are looking up to you for spouses, this year they will find spouses ordained of you. Helpmate designed by you. In the name of Jesus, you would orchestrate situations in their lives and you bring them together and you build their homes for them. Lord, I reestablish our prayer, our desire, and our covenant with you that every marriage contracted in this church will not break, will not separate. We have one case. But Father, we pray that you reestablish that covenant for us, that unbroken covenant, that every union contracted in this church, Father, will stand in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that every child that has gone through the ministry of this church we will never lose to the devil anywhere they go to. Whether they go to America, go to Canada, go to Hungary, go to Russia, wherever they go to on the face of this earth, anywhere they go to, even if they stray, Father Lord, we pray on this first day of the year 2022 that Lord, you bring them back. You bring them back to yourself. And no child that has gone through this ministry will be lost to the devil. No child that has gone through this ministry will serve the devil in whatever way or form. In the name of Jesus. Father, we pray 
for all our children, that your blessings will rest on them, that you will be with them. They will grow in your beauty and holiness. You will watch over them. You will shield them from the trappings and the walkings of the evil one under whatever machination in the name of Jesus. We pray for our teens that, Father, you will shield them. They will know you. They will take ownership of their faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, eternal rock of ages. Glory be unto your name. Thank you, Father. This year will be a glorious year for every member of this church in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. 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 The year 2022 is a year of supernatural miracles. Hallelujah!